You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Game After Show. <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz After Show. It's The Game, Season 6, as you guys all know. And the episode we're going to be discussing is Guess Who Bizak. Yes. Guess who's Bizak? Guess yes. who's Bizak. Yeah. Who's bizak? That's, that's a hip-hop. Old, yes, old it is. I think it's Jay-Z. Guess who's oh. Yeah, I'm going way, way back to yeah. him. <laughs> I can't spit anything, but okay. I know my music. <laughs> All right, I'm your girl, Stanley, and let's introduce all of ourselves, and then we have a lovely guest we'll introduce. Yes, I'm your host, Megan Thomas. Hi, I'm Ashley Gray. Make sure to tweet me during the show if you have any questions for us or for Jay. I'll be sure to check and discuss it here on the show. Yes, and the gentleman next to me needs no introduction. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I need a little introduction. <laughs> okay. can, we, can we get the boom, boom, clap? Yes. Yes. <laughs> We have sitting next to me, Bryce, star of the game, Jay Ellis. Hey, hey, hey. Bryce, yes. Blue Print, West Yes, 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 yes. Thanks for coming on Thanks the show. Thanks for having me. We're so excited. We are. Yeah. So handsome. Look at all these smiles. <laughs> oh, y'all can smile. <laughs> we do, honey. When we see somebody cute. They smile. <laughs> Cute and talented yes. because we're going to talk about the new performance of the show and just how much we're loving the addition. And Lauren London, too. We're loving this, yes. loving this season. Mm-hmm. We also are missing some of our co-hosts today. I have to big up Fallon Mercedes and Brandon. Yes. I'm not sure. If, do you get a chance to watch our after show? I do show? get a chance, so I, I know who you're missing. Okay. And I miss you guys as well. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to hold it down here today. And we just jump right into the show. We're just going to talk about it started at training camp. Mm-hmm. It did. Yes. So what are, what are we thinking about Malik and all his flat screen TVs, oriental rugs? It's so typical of Malik. Like when I saw it happening, I was like, okay, typical yes. Malik. You have to like kick your roommate, make him <laughs> sleep on the oriental rug, and bring in a flat screen and your own toilet. He brought his own toilet. So ridiculous. Typical. But ridiculous. is it fair? Is it like hierarchy? Is that how it should work? Like, maybe I've done this show before, so you guys have to sit. Uh-uh, uh, girl! And no, honey, honey, I'm not sleeping <laughs> on the rug. Oh, you're not going to put me on the rug. <laughs> wow, I see how you get down. Right? <laughs> Brutal. Just wondering. Um, should I not sit here? Well, 
you're allowed to sit here because okay. you make me look tall because I'm sitting on some phone right. books and I'm looking like I'm the same height as you. So I, I like it. I like it. But what are you thinking about Malik and his character in general and then him at training camp? You know, I think it's classic Malik, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we see Malik uh, come in and he's a hot shot and he's flashy. And, you know, what other way to be at training camp but with flat screens and pushing your bed together and <laughs> pictures of yourself on the wall and you know, uh, making your roommate sleep on the floor. You know, and it's so crazy because I would love to have Brandon here right now because I want to know how realistic is this? Like, can you actually bring all of those things in during training camp? And it's just crazy to me. I don't really think it's realistic. I don't you think play you can football. Go that far. I so have, I, I have friends who have played professional basketball, mm-hmm. and I will say that they, you know, Xboxes definitely go. You know, there are some yeah, personal okay. effects. There's <laughs> right, some right, things right. that go with, but you not for a sure. toilet, and not you know, definitely not a big, huge flat screen TV. You from. know, a toilet's a lot. <laughs> yeah, a toilet's a lot. I it's mean, a lot. You gotta you gotta bring in a plumber. You know, <laughs> I know that's the thing. That's important. But, but this, the, the contrast, though, I mean, seeing your character be so different. It's your right. first year. You come in there. You're humble. You got hot sauce as your roommate who's crying. And then, <laughs> you know, you, you don't have your own toilet tissue. You've got your regular <laughs> scratchy sheets. And so I think it's a good thing to see the contrast. Like, you're right. there to play football. Who cares right. about all the antics? Right. You really are trying to show yourself in that moment. And I think that that's a good thing that they show in this sh- in this entire show. Right. Absolutely. You know, I think uh, it's, it's definitely, it, it's a huge juxtaposition, isn't it? You know, to see, literally to walk from Malik's room and come down to my room. And it's like, you can see that my sheets are itchy. <laughs> like, yes. You can see it on the screen that he is not going to sleep well in those sheets. That's you know Big up. Walmart cheese. <laughs> I have some. It's okay. But we were actually talking in a last episode about old money and new money mm-hmm. and trying to figure out whether Malik's character is kind of flashy because he came into money and that's why he's kind of has to show it off mm-hmm. and act it. But your character possibly had money before or is not new to this, so that's why he doesn't feel like he has to pop bottles in the club and things like that. No, so I, I don't think it's necessarily that as much as you know the respect for the hard work that blue put in to get what he now has Mm. you know what i mean and there's that thing of not wanting to be the typical you know what he considers the typical athlete which is malik you know what i mean so you know he's he's definitely he's trying to fight that he's swimming upstream to not be that guy and show that you can still show out on the field. On the Not field. in this episode, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. on the field. You know what I mean? That's true. He's changing the game of football, right. changing those antics. Right. And but, then, I'm sorry, did you have? Yes, I have something before we go any further. <laughs> Since this is his first time with us on the game, just like on the episode, I have something. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> but this is the thing. I was wishing Brandon was here because he could hold you down. Yes, how you up. No, not again. So, not again. I'm going to let this slide because I can't take it. Yeah, shout out Brandon for not being here. <laughs> Good luck. I appreciate that. Sorry, what were you saying? Well, I was going to say that your character, it you, it you seem so grounded and so family-oriented, and you're not that flashy type of person. And to me, it seems like that kind of parallels who you are realistically in life. Did you have to make any major adjustments for this character in the, you know, in this role? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, playing a professional athlete is a completely different mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys are trained warriors, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 their body is their tool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they and it's it's something that has to be healthy, and it has to be ready to go, mm-hmm. and it has to be at peak performance all the time and for a long time. So you know, there definitely are some things. You know, the relationship that Blue has with his father is nothing like what I have. Mm-hmm. You know, with my father, the relationship that Blue has with his teammates. You know, Blue's cocky. You you know, mm-hmm. in this episode, you know, right out the gate, he's blaming Malik for throwing the ball in the right place. It's really not Malik's fault, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, and so there's there's a lot of changes that I, there's a lot of things that I had to look at and, and figure out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I tried to use some real world examples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not cocky in real life, is that what you're saying? I, I'm, not, I, I'm a confident dude. I, I, I heard, <laughs> I heard you used to, you mean, you used to model, you were the star athlete. I mean, no. Oh, okay. I am very confident in who I am as a person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I thank my mother and father for that, you know, to just be who you are and then let the rest happen, you know? Yes. So true. Okay, I have a question about that, though, mm-hmm. about, well, actually about some of the things that you had to do to get ready for this role. Mm-hmm. The first episode... You had to get a little, <laughs> little clothes free. What was that like to be there? Very first episode. Not like you've been doing this show for a while. Right. The very first one. Were you right. like, what are y'all having me do? Or was it like, I got this. Let's go. It was a bit of both. Okay. And here's the thing. It was my first scene. Oh, <laughs> they're so. Were you they completely naked? You. That is how I opened up my, you know, run on the game was with that it. scene. Oh you yeah, know? they hazed you right on. <laughs> but you know, Salim, who directed that episode, was like, "Yo, if we get it out the way now, everything's downhill from here." You know, <laughs> you never got to worry about it again. You know, so, so uh, I was butt naked. In oh, the oh, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah. We're like, come on, let us <laughs> <Where> know. <are> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was butt naked. They tried to give me a little something to put on, but it was kind of uncomfortable. And I actually thought that I could get... It was really, really funny. What you guys don't see is the first take that we did of that. Wendy actually walked in and fell because she screamed. Because she didn't know that I was laying in the bed naked like that. You know, I mean, I'm covered up, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she didn't know that I was going to be laying in the bed naked. And she walks in, screams, trips. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. Because she doesn't seem like someone that can be thrown off too easily. So she was and, caught know, off guard. I I will say for the next four months, I don't think Wendy ever was knocked off. <laughs> she's not. She's always in character. She's always yeah. there. You know what I mean? When that camera's on, she's in. You know. And this was one of those moments where it was like, <laughs> what? Yes. You know what I mean? You could just hear her screaming. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Well, how was that bonding with the cast? They've had a couple seasons mm-hmm. to kind of bond and get mm-hmm. together. How was it when you started out? How'd they treat you? It was cool. You know, uh, it was kind of a surreal moment. We we did the table read in uh, this hotel uh, penthouse kind of ballroom top floor completely overlooking at like 360 degree view of Atlanta and it was kind of one of those moments where you're like looking out at everything out there and then you turn around and like one by one they're walking down the stairs and it's like Wendy comes walking down (laughs) and Brandy comes walking down and she's humming and then here comes Jose and Kobe and for me it was this surreal moment of like yo I'm a fan like yeah, I'm a yeah. big fan of these guys, you know, and every single one of them walked over and was like, "New dude, what's up?" You know, give you a hug. That's good. You know, yeah, they were they were really really cool, really great group, really special group for sure. What do you say is the hardest thing about being on the show? Uh, 
the schedule is pretty tough, and and I live in Los Angeles, so being away from home with that schedule okay. is pretty intense. Uh, I, to me, that's the toughest thing about it. You know, we 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 do thirteen, fourteen hour days, mm-hmm. fifteen hour oh, wow. days, Monday through Friday. Wow. You know, it the we we you know we do twenty episodes, and most shows shoot that in about seven months. We do it in about three and a half. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, intense. so the schedule is really intense. And yes. again, big up to the crew and to the cast and the writers and the producers because yeah. it's a machine. Like it's all very well oiled and it runs really, really yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I want to keep on going with the show and mix in our little interview For questions sure. bit by bit. Because speaking of being so hard and you know strenuous and just like the schedules in football, we're at training camp and Blue is. Not performing. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh no! Blue is a bust. Blue is a busto. Blue is busta rhymes. Blue is busta yeah, ex- exactly. Even have Malik calling his mama. Right. Calling TT for yeah. some guidance yeah. because the star athlete that just came on the draft is not performing. What do you guys think about that? And them tying that in. Do you think that because last episode we were talking about foreshadowing how we were talking about the pressure and. This is kind of the culmination of it all, and him on the field, Malik missing passes. How do you handle that pressure when something like that happens? It's I think, crazy. I think it's normal. I think mm-hmm. um, a lot of athletes will go through that because there's a lot of pressure to be number one. You know, in any profession, actually, if you have a lot of weight put on your shoulders, I think that will cause you to go, "Am I going to live up to the hype?" Yeah. And unfortunately, Blue, you're a busto. <laughs> Sorry to say it. I'm struggling out there. (laughs) You're struggling. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, though, because, I mean, you do need time to warm up. Yeah. And he's just gelling with the team. He hasn't really bonded. I think it's so important. I played soccer all my life up to semi-professional level, and I think it's so important the relationships you Mm -hmm. have with people outside of the skills and the sports on the field. And he hasn't really had a chance or even maybe a desire to do that with his teammates. So I think that could possibly be some of the reasons, especially with someone like Malik. Like They're complete opposites. Yeah. Right, and he's you not going to make it easy for him <clears throat> and certain things. But I think they're kind of jumping the gun and saying that he's not performing. Yeah. It's just the first day. Mm. Now, what I found interesting is that this is going back... Um, into past seasons when Derwin was the rookie they gave it to him like he just got it like he was the rookie (laughs) they let him have it and now with Blue they're really not we're not really seeing the dynamics that we saw with Derwin and I I kind of wonder why they didn't really do that with Blue's character is it because he was a number one draft pick or well, I'm also thinking, like, Derwin's character, he kind of makes it easy yeah. to pick on him. You know what I'm saying? He kind of wants to be loved. He's kind of <laughs> seeking for that affection. Yes. So it's kind of easy to, like, stomp down that little puppy. Yeah. But <laughs> Blue is kind of coming a little bit more like mm-hmm. a man of his own, a little standoffish. So it's kind of not that easy to kind of knock him off the hinges. Yeah. What do you uh, think? He's a lovable a-hole. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I, there is a difference. You know, they, you know, the difference in these guys is, uh, you know, Derwin was drafted like third, fourth round. Mm-hmm. You know, he shouldn't have made the team. You know, so we all pulled for him for that reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And here's the guy who was the dude, the number mm-hmm. one pick who won the Heisman. We just expect him to walk in and, you know, be amazing. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he's not. Whether it's pressure, whether it's, you know, him missing his suntan. <laughs> right? Uh, you know. 
You know, there's a lot of different reasons, you know, whether it's gelling with the team, whatever it may be, you know, and uh, we get to next few episodes we get to figure out what that's about yes and we have a veteran stepping in to try to help you out a little bit kobe bell one of our favorite characters on the show jason gives him some pointers Mm -hmm. but then also the title of the episode guess who's back he joins the team Mm -hmm. yes now i definitely want to go into that whole (laughs) dynamic I'm just going to say, I find it very hard to believe that this man has not played professional football in, what, 10 years? Am I right? About 10 years or so. Is it so long? Is that what he said? No, Six years? Seven years? That he hadn't played? And Yeah, for the Sabres. That Jason hadn't played. Yes. He played for 10 years for them. He's uh, been all for a year. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that he comes in there with his hush puppy <laughs> and his Sunday's best. I know, hey. <laughs> and he shows blew up. I, I find that kind of hard to believe. I will say that. Really? I do. I think once a star, always a star. I think that once, if you have it, you have it. You'll Mm -hmm. always have it. And, you know... I think that he, I, I find it realistic because if you, I mean, if you can run, you can run. Whether it's Hush Puppies, Nike, Spikes, whatever. <laughs> and I mean, he, he's back and he showed them what he, what the team was missing out on. And, you know, Blue dropped the ball on this episode. So yeah. I think that there was a panic. We got to find, we got to fix this. We need to pick something up. But they're only giving him a million dollars, which to me, let me get that million dollars. I know, right? But to him, he's like, this is bogus. Like, yes. This is crazy. You know, there's real life examples of, you you know, guys who've played well past their prime and who mm-hmm. have taken some time off and who have come back. And this is kind of one of those stories, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you also got to remember that, you know, Jason and Malik have done this for a while. Mm-hmm. So they also have a they chemistry can. and they gel a lot quicker than, you know, what Blue and Malik will, you they know. True. Uh, so there's also that, you know. Right. And he wants it. The thing about Jason is Jason wants to be yeah. on the field. <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably went home and had to get soaked and rubbed. <laughs> You know, like needed four hands on him. You know, he probably needed all kinds of help, but he wants it, you know, and he'll work extra hard. And he needs to want it because he does not have a career in reporting. (laughs) No. He's horrendous. Oh, my goodness. He's funny, though. He's funny. He's he's funny. Yeah. (laughs) You did make a great point. Going back to the gelling, because Malik, who says that Malik isn't overthrowing the ball? in order to show up blue. You know, there's a lot of that. We saw that, you know, with Derwin and that whole thing about... So I think it is easier for Malik to throw a pass to Jason and Jason catch it because Malik is wanting him to outshine. But I think I don't think that's the reason why Blue hasn't done well. I think it's mm-hmm. because if you see when Malik talks to his mama and, and Titi, he is really panicked. panicked. He's, he's, got, he's in angst because he's like, yo, this kid is not performing. We're not going to get another championship. He's tripping out. And I feel like he's he really feels like this guy's on our team. If he doesn't do good, we don't do good. And to me, that is a teammate mentality. That's not a, I'm all for me. You know, I don't care nothing about this dude. You know, he he really does care. It's his team. Well, I kind of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, he only cares, though, because he's trying to rebrand the yeah, League 2.0. Yeah, that's what I was going to he is. He's right? doing that. But at the same time, he's got to make sure that his team wins. He cannot rebrand Malik 2.0 if his team sucks. Very true. Saying? Very true. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do... I I understand where you're coming from, but I think that Malik is selfish, and I think that you know he wanted to. The only reason why he wanted to bring him back is to for himself, like so that he can become you know revamp Malik 2.0. That's it. So, but shout out to Malik, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing. I was just thinking about Malik. Does Malik have a sunbeam? 
His mama. His mom. Tasha Mack. <laughs> Tasha Mack, take care of all that. She has time to take care of Malik when she's got all that going on. <laughs> she sure does. Pookie and Rick Fox. That's she mama, sure though. That's right. mom. You know mom gonna take care of baby boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess so. I guess so. Because it was interesting when at training camp they asked him if he had a sunbeam and your character was like, huh? What's that? Yeah. And then... It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a sunbeam. What is that? <laughs> and I definitely want to talk about this in general. Do you think... Most men, especially men that are achieving and successful, need a good woman to hold them down? I don't I don't think so. I think that if you're independent, no matter, you know, whether you be male or female, I think that you have the ability to hold yourself down. And, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't. I think everybody needs help. I think, whether mm-hmm. it's a guy or girl, I, mm-hmm. I think you, I, I truly believe that it takes a village. It takes a village to raise kids. It takes a village to look amazing it takes a village to be who you are because you can't do everything nobody is superman or superwoman we would like to be but unfortunately i think we all need help and in this instance it happens to be the sunbeams but in this context there we're talking about like a female male relationship not necessarily having family to support you so i don't think that it's really like a support group it's more of this is your chick just like you know lauren london's character was kind of uncomfortable because she was like well we don't have a relationship like that and so i kind of think in this particular situation that the sunbeams are there for more than just good you know good luck but, on I mean, but, but, you need, but you do need some help because <laughs> yeah, think about it who's going to if he needs somebody to get his mail he you know blue's gone he needs somebody to get his mail what if he has a dog he needs somebody to go check on his dog you know just random stuff can you please start my car up to make sure it still works you know that kind of thing and i do think <laughs> I mean, this is real. You know, this is like administrative stuff. And sometimes that's what your chick does. She's your administrative help. And it's as minimal as some of that stuff might seem. You need the help, right? You need it. You need it. With the schedules that they're working. You know, you definitely need it. And I think Lauren London's character didn't take on to the idea because she has feelings for Blue. Yeah. I think if she didn't really have feelings like that, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. But it's kind of that catch on to, well, I like him. I do kind of want to be his girlfriend. So why am I going to pretend like him? You know, it's just a lot deeper than that. But I think in terms of being an athlete and the time and things like that, you do need a super personal assistant. And sometimes I think men tend to think the easiest way to find that <laughs> is with their... Bo- is that your chick? Well, speaking of professional, you know, mega stars, we have one right here. Do you have a sunbeam in real life? I don't have a sunbeam. (laughs) You hear that, ladies, on Twitter? No sunbeam. We're trying to get that figured out, but no, not right now. Well, what do you think about this situation? I definitely think that every uh, strong, successful woman has a man by her side and and, <laughs> and, right. and vice versa. And every strong, successful man has a woman by her side. Whether it's your mother, whether it's a sister, an assistant, mm-hmm. your wife, whatever it may be, whoever it is and what role they fill, obviously, uh, it varies. But I definitely think there's, there's a yin and a yang to it's it. You know what I mean? There's a balance to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Blue so far didn't have a sunbeam, but going on into the episode... The phone call. That was kind of uncomfortable a little bit for mm-hmm. me. Because the thing is, I think you guys have great camera mm-hmm. ke- chemistry on camera. Mm-hmm. But when the call, I didn't really like how Kira was just kind of like, are you asking me or telling me? Though, you are a little cocky. <laughs> <laughs> 
And also, too, I have to admit, I didn't like how you brought in the whole, well, if you have $75,000 to pay me back, you did then or didn't? I did not. Oh. I did. So I tacky. did. Really? No, nope, no, no, no. When you offer someone money, someone did not ask, you offer, you do not throw that in your face, people. Ever, 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 ever. I don't think That's you should true. have ever that brought that up. I will, I will get I to that. I think I agree story. with you. Blue's a young cat. He's still learning. <laughs> He's still trying to figure it out. So but is he wrong, though? Because technically, she was a little like, what? are you asking? Are you? you know, she had a little attitude. Mm-hmm. So if she technically owes this man $75,000 because she said she was going to pay him yeah, back. Which she should that's what I'm saying. He exactly. Never said, like, I, oh, I, I ain't got it. Lou never said, <laughs> you have to pay me back. She offered. So, because she offered, now she's trying to throw this little attitude. Is she correct in her attitude? And is he, is he correct in saying if you, what he said, basically, about the 75? Did he ask her? Or did he tell her? He told he, her. He did? Yeah. Oh. What do you think? I, hey, did you tell her? If y'all said he told her, he told her. Did you tell her? Did you dis- ask her? I'm not going to disagree with Come you. Come on, women. Blue. I'm in here by myself. I'm <laughs> smarter than that. I know. We got some toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he told her, and I think it's that age-old thing. Whenever there's attitude and tension, they like each other. It's as simple as yeah. that. It's that kindergarten boxing little pension <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> It is. You're right. It's a power play. Yeah. You know, it, it, it 100% is. And that's the thing. It's a power play. And it's like he's going to hold this over her head for how long until she pays him back. So it's kind of like embarrassing. Or until but that's, that's the- her fault. She offered to pay it back. Well, he should have never offered me. I mean, her the see. I'm taking it personally. I'm like, <laughs> he should never offer me that money. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. I mean, I feel like just like what you were saying. If you offer to take care of this, then take care of it. Like, don't keep bringing it up in our future conversations because you don't like how the conversation is going. So that's the only thing that I don't like. If you're going to be a gentleman and say I'm going to take care of this, then be a gentleman from there on out. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Shay Ellis is not agree. It's starting to sweat in here. It's starting to get really real. No, Set I agree. Straight, I just sir. feel like y'all not talking to Blue no more. I feel like y'all talking to Jay. That's all. <laughs> I agree. I'm just talk to Blue. <laughs> okay. But what I did love is how um, Kira. I keep on wanting to say Lauren London. Yeah. Stay in character. Kira did come and and brought him Edgar. Oh. Do you have a? A special pillow or a teddy bear? No, nah, I don't have a special pillow or a teddy okay. bear. I'm waiting on my son, my son being son to get me one. To cut away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. I need that. I need that. Do you know what's really embarrassing? I had a teddy bear that I had from Mars Little up until about 18. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I got rid of it is I flew to Jamaica and I brought it with me. It's a big, huge thing. And I'm a grown girl. And the security <laughs> at the airport was like, oh, no, Jack. You are too old to be carrying uh-uh, that Stop. The whole line burst out laughing, and I was like, okay, throw it in the Aww. trash. She was like, hallelujah. She's that grown up. Hilarious. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> so I know that your pillow, it was from Stanford, right? Right. So how does it feel, you know, with all of the stereotypes in the media of, you know, athletes, how does it feel to be play, portraying a athlete who, you know, doesn't have a whole bunch of baby mamas, is not popping bottles. You're pretty much, you're a good role model. Even though you may be a little cocky in the in the character, right. you're still a positive role model. How does it feel to play that character? Uh, it's a blessing. I think, you know, that's something that I would always want in some kind of way. I mean, you always want to stretch and you want to play different things and try different things, but, you know, to be able to show a professional athlete like this, and there's guys out there that are like this, but mm-hmm. they're not who we hear about that exactly. often. You know? And uh, to be able to tell their story 
is is a really cool thing mm-hmm. and you know i think our, our executive producers and writers do a really good job at it and uh it's cool it's yes. really really cool you know because i believe that education is insanely important and being a good dude is really important and mm-hmm. getting to play that with blue is a really amazing thing yeah. yeah yeah tell us a little bit how much do the writers base anything off of your real life in terms of you do have a military background mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the character somewhat you know his father was in the military was anything written specifically for you no you know it was actually just a a, a freaky occurrence hmm. uh you know i got the call and read the breakdown and it was like you know military kid you know graduated from stanford chose stanford because of education mm-hmm. over football and it was just like Oh, that's amazing. This is me. Oh, this is me. That's what you said, right? This is me. Yo, I got this. I don't even, what? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, it was, it was really cool. Uh, So no, there wasn't a lot that was based off of me. I mean, you know, Blue is completely uh, made up. This is just what, you know, Mara and and Kenny and our our executive producers had in mind for the character. How did you feel when they called you and said, you got the role? Uh, I heard you fell off of a ladder. I fell off a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it hurt. But I was I, it was a good pain. But it hurt. I was about probably about four or five feet up in the air and fell down wow. and my phone went flying and I'm yelling at my boy to grab my phone. He's like, Yo, you want me to help you? I'm like, just get my phone. <laughs> no, don't help me up. Uh but it was amazing. You know, I felt like a kid at Christmas. Yes. And, and it was a little uh unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was like, Are you sure? Wait, what? You I got it? Wait. Tell me one more time. <laughs> you know, because it was such a long process, you know. So so w- once I got the call, it was really amazing. Yeah. Before that, how long were you acting? Because we know you were modeling a little bit mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, what other roles did you do? Uh, I've been acting for a, a couple years. Uh, I've done the rounds auditioning nonstop. I mean, it's definitely a job in itself, you yeah. know. Uh, and then I worked on a few shows, done guest stars on a few shows, and and did start out with my co-stars, and then did my guest stars, and then I got to do a movie, and uh, awesome. and then I ended up on the game. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And besides the next season of the game starring in it, what other role would be like one of your dream roles if you can have something? Uh, oh man, there's so many things. Yeah. Uh, I want to play a musician someday. Like, I think that would be an absolutely amazing thing to, like, play someone, to do a biopic, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. someone from, like, the 60s or 70s Who does he look like? Can we like think of anyone? <laughs> Jimi you Hendrix? Know? Could he do that? Marvin no? Gaye. I, ooh, Marvin I like Gaye, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Mm, like put that. it out there. Marvin Gaye. Like, put, yeah, probably put that out there again. <laughs> yes. We're going to put that in the atmosphere. Marvin Gaye like biopic. Yes, everyone yeah. that's watching and listening on iTunes, first, make sure you download, subscribe, and comment on this show. But also put it out there that, yeah, yeah Marvin Gaye. We like mm-hmm. that, like that. Because we're also streaming on iPhones and Androids right now. Oh, my mom told me. Oh, oh and yeah. iPads, yeah, yeah. all the smartphones. Mom told me. Mm-hmm. She's That's got the right. iPad right That's now. That's right. Yes, okay. So you have no excuse. You can watch <laughs> us anywhere, anytime. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, gosh. This... There's so much to talk about in terms of you, the show, things like that. But I definitely want to get into Chardonnay <laughs> and Jason a little bit. They're always just hilarious they and are. crazy. But she's a good example of a woman kind of holding down her man and talking some sense into him. Because mm-hmm. it's funny how he was telling Derwin in the first episode, it's all about the game. It's all about football. Sparta. <laughs> and then now Malik has to be telling him, you know what? It's all about football. It's not about the money. And then here Chardonnay is backing that up. So it's kind of proving that you do kind of need a sensible figure, a.k.a. a woman, in your life to kind of 
balance that reasoning. I didn't like some of her answer, though. I will mm. say that. I love. First of all, I love them together. Okay, mm. I know what y'all say about Chardonnay. Leave my no, Chardonnay no, alone. Ratchet. I love her. Okay, <laughs> I think they're an awesome couple. I I love their dynamic. Um, and when she talks sense into Jason, which she should, she also says, "I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Part of your life. I wanted to be a part of that." And I kind of got the groupy sense like for a second when she said that because it was it wasn't like. I want to only be a part of this because you love it so much, but I also want to be a part of it because I want to be a football wife. <laughs> I kind of got that for a minute. Am I the only one? Well, kind of. Okay. Right. Kind okay. of, but not really because at the end of the day, she's right. You know what I'm saying? That is who Jason is. Mm-hmm. Jason technically even wants a groupie wife because he just loves those accolades and wants to be the, you know what I'm saying? So, like, she kind of did have a honest right to say this is the time in your life where you're the happiest that was the part that actually kind of made me sad that it's not Mm. they don't have a Mm. wedding day to be the happiest day of their life they don't have something with their relationship she's like you love football kind of more than me and I think she was kind of being selfless in bringing that back into his life because we were Mm. I was predicting last show that this will bring out the worst in Jason Mm-hmm. You know, it will bring out his attitude, his this, his that, and she's kind of supporting it. It might still. I, I don't know. I think we're going to see old Jason come back a little bit. We might. I hope not. I love Jason and Chardonnay where they are right now, and I do agree with you. She, you know, when she said that this is a point where you, it, you're... The, the first time that I saw you smile that big is when, you know, you're talking about football, when you just heard this news, and I want to experience that all the time. So I, I love them together, and I hope that it doesn't bring out the diva in Jason. Um, the diva. <laughs> <laughs> How is Brandy and, and on, like, off camera? She's like, great. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Really down to earth. And yeah, really cool. she's very, very down to earth. I mean, you could talk to her about anything, and it's amazing. She's, she is a really amazing person to 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 know, you know, what she does every single day, every single week. Plus, being a mom, mm-hmm. the fact that you know she comes, and she's on set for four days, and then she goes and performs for three days, and comes back and nails it. I mean, just every single time yeah. nails it. Plus, she's a mom. You, you know, it's amazing. I love Brandy. Yeah. No, because that's the thing. We have to really big up Brandy. And just she's kind of the only one on the cast that came with a superstar career mm-hmm. coming into the show. I know Sierra pops in here and there. And, you know, Lauren London. Everyone, you know, has their career in their own right. But Brandy, that was Brandy. Yeah. And for her to come in, and she does seem like she just kind of gracefully came into the cast, right. took this role. We don't hear any diva single ladies type of stuff (laughs) if you know who I'm talking about so it's just interesting to hear how she really is there's none of that she's a sweetheart she's a really really good girl very down to earth and 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 how bad could it be to walk into work and listen to Brandy sing oh my gosh between takes that's what you get you know you get that amazing right. voice between takes. Okay, mm. well, I asked you how Brandy was. I have to ask then, who is the diva on the set? If you had to choose one. If I had to choose one. I don't know that we have a diva. No, I don't know that we have a diva. We have a lot of personalities, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, there's a lot of personalities on that show. You know <laughs> I what I mean? There's six of us, you know what I mean? And then when you start talking about bringing in guest, past, guest cast, uh, there's no divas, but, you know, we're all very different in yeah. our own way, yeah. you know? And we all 
uh, want uh, our bit of quiet and our bit of attention and whatever it is. We right. all want it in a different way. Yeah. Who's the most like their character? The most like their character? Um... Maybe Wendy. Really? really? Maybe. I maybe. love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe Wendy. Maybe oh, Wendy. I love it. I mean, Tasha Macker won. <laughs> no, I mean, not not that. I mean, you know, she's definitely playing a character, but Wendy has her moments of, you know, she's an absolute sweetheart, and mm-hmm. she's, you know, what you need, baby? What's wrong? What's going on? Yeah, you know, that she's, motherly type yes. of. And, and she can, she's, you know, she's been at it. She, yeah. she knows this game, you know what I mean? And so she could talk you off a ledge. You know what yeah. I mean? And she could be right there supporting you when something's not right, too. Like, nope, it ain't going down. We ain't doing it. <laughs> we ain't doing it right. You know? So, uh, you know, she definitely is, I would say, the closest. But, you know, again, Tasha is a, a big character. Yeah. A stretch, you know? Who's the least like their character? The least like their character. Yes, we would be surprised. Well, I hope, is Jose an alcoholic? <laughs> no, Jose is not an alcoholic. Jose is not an alcoholic. So, uh, so if, I guess if you go going just off that, then Jose. I don't know, alcoholic, sex uh, addict. If you're going off all those things, then yeah, it's got to be Jose. Okay. If you go off all those things, I forgot about his trouble. His past is so... Sorted. Yeah. So, Well, who would you say outside of Jose? Uh, probably Kobe. Really? Yeah, because cause that character, mm. Pitt says what's on his mind. Yeah. And you have to love him for his truth. Mm-hmm. And like I think that's what we like about him. His point of view is so specific. And if he thinks it's stupid, he will tell you <laughs> it's stupid. And if he tells you that it costs too much, you're stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Kobe's not that dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Kobe's not that guy at all. Kobe's a, you know, he's a father and, you know, he's got kids. He's got two sets of twins that he's talking to all the time and texting. You know what I mean? He's like, Good. he's a great dude. So I, I would say he's probably the furthest departure because Jason is on it. Okay. Definitely on it. Cool. Speaking of Jason, before we wrap up the show, the whole title is Guess Who's Back. I. Say it for me. Bizarre. Yes, Bizarre. 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 Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Great. Ask, ask the ratchet girl. Well, can you say this for me, please? Girl, I got you. I'm like, guess who's bizarre? And that's what it's funny. I related to the blueprint character. I think what did he say? Rap scallion. Yes. In one yeah. of the shows. <laughs> and the whole thing. And Jason's kind of like, you're black. And I grew up in an all white town. And we were just talking about how growing up, people were like, where are you from? Like, who are are you, you know, and it's just like, sorry. I, I just missed out I on... I don't say Bazak. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm country, honey, I do. Bazak. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but what do we think about Jason being part of this team? Do you think that it's going to help? Oh, What's silence. Oh, no. I think it is. I think it is. I... I personally love Jason's character. I do. And I think it's going to help, but I think it might hurt, number one, his marriage. And number one, mm. there's going to be some issues with Blue. Sorry, Blue. Your boy didn't came back on you. So, yeah, I think there's going to cause some tensions. Yeah. But he's going to do good. Oh, I meant, I meant I, to ask, do you know? There's nothing I can say. No, I can't. We shot on yes. the 20 episodes <laughs> already. Us, so I definitely know. Mm. Would you want me to just give you a rundown? Sure. Oh, my God. If you <laughs> could. I'm glad you episode. mentioned it. I'm glad you <laughs> Just give you a season preview? No. Uh, I, uh, you know, Jason coming back uh, is a little bit of both, to be very honest with you. It's a little bit of good mm-hmm. and a little bit of bad in his personal life as well in his uh, as well as the team, you know? Does he get a divorce? That I don't remember. Do you get, do you get married? I don't remember that either. Do you have a girlfriend on the show? 
I don't. What's her Do name? Do you and Kira get together? Who? Kira? Who? Uh huh. Who? You know. <laughs> More in London. Who? Uh, why wasn't I invited? Who? <laughs> More in London. We have to ask. You we guys have, have such yes. great chemistry on camera. Mm-hmm. Are there any sparks off camera? No, 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 no. We're just friends. We're, 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 we're just friends. You know, she has a life, I have mine. We're just friends. How are on-screen kisses? Is it weird? Because I know there's some actors and actresses who say, that's the most awkward thing in the world. But you have to do it. Because you're, you're friends with this person right. off-camera, and like, right. it's a whole different dynamic. So what is it like for these on-screen kisses? Uh, they can be weird, because you're right. I mean, you, you know, at a, at a certain point, you're like brother and sister, you know what I mean? You're, but you're friends, you know what I mean? So at a certain point, they can be... They can be kind of odd, <laughs> especially when the director thinks it's funny to just let the camera keep going and going <laughs> and, and never cause cut. Those moments can be very funny, you know, very challenging. Challenge. But, uh, but you know, it's cool. It all depends on who you work with, you know, and, and the better the communication between the actors. I think at the end of the day, you know that there's nothing weird there. And you know what I mean? And, and as odd as it can be, you still do your job and you make it uh, in the moment and special. I know. Well, you guys do a good job making the the audience believe that there's chemistry there, that there's sparks, because it's so cute at the end when they're talking through the gate. Yes. <laughs> like some little college lovers <laughs> trying to, you know. I think it's really cute and that she finally came around and said, hey, I'll be your suntan, sunbeam, some black <laughs> lotion, whatever. I'll be that for you. And I think this is the beginning of something yeah, awesome. something real. I think they're both kind of putting a little bit of their egos aside and just... Being vulnerable. Right, exactly. Which is so important. (laughs) No, it is. No, it sounds so, you know, oh, of course you have to be vulnerable and open up, but so many of us have walls and we're not really going to let our insecurities show. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's as simple as that to connect with people. Everyone has similar insecurities. Mm -hmm. So, hey. I do have a quick question. You know, coming onto the game, Derwin left, and, you know, everyone really loved Derwin. Did you feel, were you nervous or, you know, felt like you had to live up to a certain standard because you were technically kind of replacing the leading man? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Good you know, for you. I yes. think that uh, this group was just so uh, open and loving and accepting and just there that like it was nothing that ever really crossed my mind you know the only time it crosses my mind is when I get the question sorry no it's okay I get it you know what I mean especially people who are fans of the show like I 100% understand it but you know uh, I was a Derwin fan you know I've been Mm -hmm. a game fan I was a Derwin fan I was a Melanie fan you know and I I, I loved their ups and their downs and you know uh, getting to work with Pooch to me was an amazing thing you know I'm very very grateful for that opportunity and the time that we had and uh you know, it's one of those things where it's it's art imitating life. You know, mm-hmm. players move on in the game of football. You know, as much as we may love, you know, whoever just got drafted today for the right. San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> you know what I mean? As much as we may love them, they may not be here next year. But we still love the 49ers and, and they may be a good player. And we still may like them wherever they end up. I'm you know? from Boston, so easy. easy. Boston strong. Boston strong. Are you from San Francisco? No, 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 no. My parents grew up in the in Northern California, and gotcha, okay. I've just I've been a San Francisco fan since I was like this big. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll let that ride. Let it ride. <laughs> Who's your team? You know, I'm from Kentucky, so we don't have a football team, no, but so. I do claim the Broncos right now. Right for now, for the, for the moment. Why? I can do that. <laughs> I'm allowed to switch teams because I don't. Right, I didn't grow up with the team. Okay, you have to girl. go with the team closest, which would be the Cincinnati. 
Okay, Bengals. but I'm right Bengals. between the Bengals and the Titans. So So you losing anyway, go. Oh wow. Yeah, so <laughs> much hate up on the Patriots because so we're coming much back. We're coming in back. The building. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean I have to say I love this episode because I love when they actually bring in football. You know, the show is based around the game. Mm-hmm. And the game could be love and other things, but I do love that we, we get to see a little bit of the football in this episode and even talking about Derwin and Pooch Hall, we do have to say that no matter how much we love them, they're not missed. You're doing a wonderful yes, job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, yeah, you and, you. you and Lauren London have, have done awesome. We were skeptical at first, not going to lie. <laughs> we, we were like, As mm. you should be. But you guys are definitely filling in the gap and doing wonderfully. Thank yes. you so much. I appreciate it. And before that. you go, you have to tell us a prediction. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction? Yes. Can, the we the prediction mm-hmm. Can we get uh, the prediction music? I can't give you yeah. any <laughs> It doesn't have to be a right one. No, I can't give you any predictions. Generally. General prediction. Okay, take yourself out of knowing what happens, right. and just as a fan watching, uh-huh. just something outlandish. We always go, we go crazy yes. with it. Anyway, I yeah. said Tasha Mack was going to have a baby. That's what I said. Yeah, Tasha's going to have a baby. Yeah. Wait, well, can I get one more? Who was somebody else's? Um, what did we say? What did we say? I mean, I definitely thought that Jason was going to go crazy and ham on Chardonnay because he's a big star. Um. We thought Sierra. We, were, we thought said Sierra's going to come back. With some Sierra and Lauren London and some, some fight and yes. clash. We definitely have been talking about Pookie and Rick Fo- Pookie killing Rick Fox. <laughs> See, we're going all the way Whoa. to the extreme. So Whoa. you can go anywhere with it. Just... Uh, I predict that mm-hmm. there is going to be both male and female drama on the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good prediction. I think Probably. you're going to be right. <laughs> Let's see. What do you guys think of predictions after this episode? I don't really know. I think I'm going to stick with my predictions from last week. Um, yeah, because nothing really happened with the, the relationships. The only thing that really crazy happened was Jason getting picked back up. So I think that he's going to actually, you know what? I think he's going to drop the ball and he's not, they're going to drop him. And then it's going to have, he's going to have like a midlife crisis. And then Chardonnay's going to leave him because <laughs> he's going to lose all of his money. And yeah, that's it. I was kind of thinking. That's one hell of a prediction. Exactly. <laughs> I see, I just went all crazy. <laughs> and, and. I'm kind of thinking along the same line. I think that Malik and Jason are actually going to clash. Like, I think oh. Malik is thinking, oh, my boy's back. This mm-hmm. is going to save the game. But something's going to happen, and Malik is not going to be feeling Jason oh, on whoa, the team again. Whoa. What's this little smirk on your face? No, I'm just true? listening to your guys' predictions. Okay. I think that was a sign, guys. Mm, I don't know. We got to read the signals. <laughs> no, the poker face is bad. You got a bad poker face. What's your prediction? <laughs> my prediction is that Blue is possibly going to, he's going to be on some rocky roads with the team. Might get dropped, or he might be. Get suspended. He might do something stupid mm. that's out of what we consider to be his character because he's temper, feeling temper. The, the anguish of not performing. And so he might end up in jail. Something something that's not very typical of Blue is going to happen. Mm. Mm. Hmm. I like those predictions. Mm, Blue going to go cray cray. He <laughs> is. This is some right. interesting predictions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Pookie's going to kill Rick Fox. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> there we go. There yes. we go. Oh, we figured out the entire season. We know everything that's going to go on. I know. We could have a background in writing for you guys. Right. So right. Just give us a call. Okay. I'll let some people know. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap it up here on the game. I still have my toilet paper, so maybe off camera we'll hold them down. <laughs> yes. And, yes, we have to haze. You're a rookie. Yeah. 
Well, my rookie season. Well, I guess, yeah. I'm a rookie. On the After Buzz yes. after show. And yes. you're welcome anytime to come yes. back. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, and your car? Your first car? People from the Black Hollywood Live show tell us, we just ask you about your first car. <laughs> Anything you can share about your first car? Uh, my first car was a 1985 Jeep Cherokee. And one day I was in the parking lot talking to this girl who I had a crush on. And a big gust of wind came <laughs> flying through and it took the door off the hinges. <laughs> And the door went sliding about five feet in, <laughs> down in the parking lot. And I had to hold my door <laughs> on my car and lock it and hold it while I drove home. Oh, oh no. She never talked to me. I was, okay. about, I was about to ask. Oh, oh, poor baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, ending on that, you guys have to share an embarrassing moment. Oh, no. I'm Meg Scoop. You can hit me <laughs> on Twitter, I'm Instagram, like, and Facebook at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. <laughs> and I'm Ashley Gray. You can always add me on Twitter at tweet Nina Marie G and on Instagram at Nina Marie Gray. And also add me as a friend on Facebook. That's right. I'm your girl, Stanley. You can find me on Twitter at your girl, Stanley, S-T-A-N-L-E-Y, or at my website, www.nadiastanley.com. I do want to say everyone out in Twitterland, tweet Jay Ellis, AfterBuzz, and all us lovely ladies, especially if you think that you could be his sunbeam. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your Twitter handle, I'm please? I'm looking for a sunbeam. Uh, at J-R Ellis, J-A-Y-R-E-L-L-I-S. Yeah. Yes, and we actually were following you on Twitter, and we loved how you shouted out about the Boston bombings oh, and cool. took the time out to say something positive. Cool, thank you. Thank love you. it, love it, love okay. it. Thank you very much. All righty, let's do it. Oh, we got it. Oh, we clap yeah, out we're going to go out. We're yes, going to go out clapping. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. TV. 